Well, welcome to the Practical Church Tech Podcast. I'm Travis. I'm joined by Berkey, Matt, and Steven. Let's get it going. I hit the dang button. Why did I hit the dang button? Oh, okay. Go again. Recording. Just so right there. Me- We're back. It's a little, seems, little seems like a good hiatus right during the summer. Yeah. I mean, we were we were all a little busy this summer, I think. So I don't I mean I don't know, Matt. Maybe you weren't busy. I don't know. I haven't talked to you since like yeah. that five minute five minutes you stopped by the church a few weeks ago now. Well, I was telling them about that. Uh, the five minutes that I picked up a uh, M32 from Berkey to deliver to a friend of mine that was doing an overhaul for the uh, their streaming and everything. Uh, about three weeks later, uh, their church got hit by lightning and they lost quite a bit. <laughs> oh, lost, no. <laughs> uh, all their network gear. Um, they lost uh, about... Fifty percent of their lighting, um, the the Blackmagic Atom Mini Pro that we put in got fried. Um, for, fortunately, oh, I think they lost almost every single one of the SDI uh, adapters um, that we installed. Um, oh my goodness! But the M thirty two was fine, um, and <laughs> it's a tank. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Midas lives a physical on. and electrical tank. Oh man, I was wow. really worried because some of the things they were reporting, like that they were saying, uh, they were having like noise on on certain outputs and things like that. I was like, this could be bad, <laughs> <laughs> but it turned out it, they just swapped cables and you know swapped the the endpoints. Um, and everything was working when we were done. Woo. So, yeah. yeah. So I've, I have a question for everyone listening. Raise your hand <laughs> if you have upgraded your your production systems in the year 2020 thanks to COVID. Yeah. What a wild year. Yeah. And we, I mean, we still have four months left to go just in this year. Who knows what 2021 looks Wait, like? Is it only four months? Four. We are we are at the end of August as of the recording of this podcast right now. Oh my. Yeah. Four months, guys. That means that means Christmas is coming. Yeah. Have you thought about we Christmas have, yet? I have not been a part it. of any meetings. Have you, Travis? I've thought I've my thoughts have been, I wonder what people are thinking about for Christmas. <laughs> so those have been my thoughts. No, we've just been so, um, like, so we, uh, thanks to COVID, of course, everything's psychotic. And so our, our, you know, as it is, I'm sure for like every church, our ramp into the school year, fall ministry, kickoff stuff, whatever you want to call it, um, has just been completely crazy, you know, cause everyone's trying to figure out what to do, you know, it's okay. We're, we think we might, you know, Everyone's thinking like, okay, let's plan for August to be this way. And when it's not quite that way, like we're like, okay, let's, let's plan for phase three in August. Okay. We can't do phase three. So what's phase 2.6. And so, <laughs> uh, so we haven't had time to really breathe, let alone think about Christmas just the past three or four weeks. Um, and, and before that we were in the middle of, all of our upgrade stuff that we did. So yeah. Which was insane. Oh my gosh. We'll talk about that. We we can talk about all of our things that we've all done, but yeah, so we we haven't really, I've had conversations. I've heard like tidbits of ideas for Christmas, but um, nothing solid whatsoever. Yeah. How about you guys? Well, I was I was curious about Stephen's uh, you know production room. Well, and his his uh, promotion, but I don't know if he wants to chat more about one or the other. 
Let's, I don't even know what we're talking about today, so we can talk about whatever you want. So, so Stephen, you have a new job. So we'll, we'll okay. We talked about our Christmas plans. There are none. Moving on. Next subject. Stephen, <laughs> you have a you have a new position over there at Calvary. I do. What's going on? Yeah. So, um, yeah. So I am now the creative and digital pastor at Calvary. Uh, the big, big focus, the big changes are overseeing all of creative, uh, ministries for us, which is worship and production along with all of the communications. Uh, but the big focus for me is any and all digital output for us, whether that's church online, social media, uh, video work. So yeah, it's been a big shift in midst of doing an upgrade as Matt alluded to, um, and trying to, as everyone else, shift shift and do something we've never done before. And so it's been good, and it's been a whirlwind. You know, as we were sitting here getting ready to go, I was adjusting something on our website, um, stuff that I'm not normally used to doing. But uh, it's been good. It's been a lot of fun. It's it's a position that... Um, you know, I've, I think I've dreamed of not exactly maybe the, the state that it is, but something getting to oversee all of our creative ministries has been something I've, I've wanted to do. And I'm excited for that opportunity to, to just steer that part of our, of our church and try to figure out how the heck to do this when people aren't in the room for the most part. So for you guys, so your, your multi-site are the other are the multi-sites all meeting on Sunday mornings right now, or is everything happening just out of the Bellevue campus? Yep. Our sites are meeting, but we're still seeing, it's so hard to put numbers because we also have the summer slump, but um, we're still probably seeing 50% easily of people that were in person staying online, if not higher. It's hard to, We'll know actually more here as school ramps up and we get back to what would be normal attendance. Um, it's so hard to put numbers on paper right now because there's so many variables that are throwing the graphs all over the place. So, uh, but yeah, all of our campuses are meeting uh, in person, um, but a majority of people are still online. Can't tell. I put a number on a piece of paper to prove it wasn't that hard, but. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Okay. So, uh, so I, I've, uh, this is getting outside of the tech world a little bit, but I, I like getting outside the tech world sometimes. Like you talked about getting back to normal attendance. Like, are you guys anticipating some sort of like, normal attendance compared to previous years? Like um, when you talk about normal attendance, what are you guys thinking? Oh, what I mean by normal attendance is getting out of the summer slump where numbers are all over the place because uh, people are traveling, you know, activities amidst also people not coming to church because of COVID. So that's what I mean by normal attendance. We just, and, and like we all know, Counting online is a Jeez. guess at that. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> and so, uh, so it's, it's hard to, there's just not enough data to try to figure out what the trends are and what's normal and what people are doing because, you know, however you choose to count your online attendance is fine. You don't know the true answer as long as you're consistent and then those consistencies can then lead to decisions and knowing where people are at. Um, but for us, it like, it comes down to, um, paper and digital interactions. So whether people fill out a card or uh, a guest wise, like I fill out a guest card or a guest connect or baptisms or joining a group or whatever, those are the metrics for us that we are looking at more now than ever. And I'm thankful because the attendance number just doesn't really show what's going on. Yeah. Well, and I and would always are, are, 
and those are the numbers that we're starting to see move. Move what direction? Oh, positive to the right. I mean, yeah. you never know. You see, that's true. It get worse and worse and worse. I wouldn't talk positively <laughs> about it if it wasn't going well. Probably. But, <laughs> um, I mean, and, and arguably, those are the numbers that that matter the most, right? I mean, people can come if, if people are flooding in your doors. Who cares if their lives aren't being changed by what you're doing? Correct. That's a debate that we could get into. Probably not for today. Let's start. So I'm just kidding. <laughs> All right. So. So cool. Congrats on the new position. That's great. Hopefully you don't suck. Time will tell. I don't blow it. Um, <laughs> just come on, man. Yeah. Um, all right. So, yeah. So we talked about it. Everybody's upgrading everything they possibly can. Spend all the money that their stewardship boards will approve and all that fun jazz. Um, so, Stephen, let's talk about what you guys have done over at Calvary. We visited a couple weeks ago. So yeah, you came over, Matt. You need to come by sometime. Yeah, I, I missed the uh, the big the big tour. I guess. Do you do you even leave your basement at this point? Uh, I went to Colorado. Wow, uh, actually, yeah. Oh, when? Um, I I forget. It was two weeks ago. Oh, okay, <laughs> we we went back in July. So oh yeah, now ours was I think the. Was it the second week of August? So gotcha. Yeah. Uh, Anyways, that's completely yeah. irrelevant. Question was the control room. Yeah. So, like many, we've we made a big jump to uh, more video production capabilities. So we've moved all of our video teams into another room. Uh, built a control room out uh, to house. Ultimately, there'll be about nine people in there doing full two full productions of both an online and in-person experience um, in person for that room, our main campus, and then the online experience, obviously, which is where most of the people are at right now. So um, previously, so help, help me, like I'm trying to remember what video production stuff looked like for you guys previously is all everything for you guys. Production wise was housed in a single front of house booth. Yep, is that right? Correct. And how many, how many people did you have on, on the video side of things? You, know, you had audio and lighting, but then on the video side. Yeah, there were three, three positions um, for, for video production. So you've gone, you're going from three positions plus audio and lighting fitting in a single, it's like, it like what, a 20 foot wide front of house yeah. booth, essentially? Yep, 20 foot wide, two rows. A little bit of space behind it, yeah. Yeah. To nine people in, in a, a separate twenty by twenty five foot room. Yep. All by itself. What's that been like? Uh well thankfully we don't well, maybe not thankfully. I need my own words on that one, but uh you know, uh we have not filled all nine of those positions yet. And so uh it's been good, but the the room um you know has room for growth and it's it's been really good though. Like we've been learning a ton every weekend. We're learning something new, trying to figure out how to navigate. We're in the midst, you know, you guys know this, but for those listening, we're in the middle of trying to get things upgraded and we're still waiting for gear to come in. Um, You know, it's looking like, and Travis, actually, I told the guys earlier, you weren't on the call yet, but now the router, they're saying December. Oh, oh. And so that, oh, yep. Should have gone with the Ross. Oh, no, we're not talking about that. <laughs> uh, there. Yeah, he did. <laughs> a few times. And so that's a whole other thing. That. Um, so, yeah, literally, I got that phone call a couple days ago. Currently trying to figure that one out and what the heck we're going to do with that. But Yeah. It's, uh, it's good. The room is good. It's it's unique. It's not normal, but it's serving us well with what we were able to have at the time and make a quick decision. And and I'm I've been really happy with it so far. Nice, Matt. What's been going on in, in your world with COVID and stuff? I mean, you have, you have out a friend's church in Iowa. Yeah. So our um, our local church, our uh, 
the Benson campus has been meeting, you know, since uh, mid mid what June? I can't remember when we started, but um, our kidman hasn't been meeting or anything like that. I um, mixed a few weeks there because uh, we had, we literally have one guy that's basically been mixing every week because you know we're so short staffed uh, at the church. But um, outside of like my weekend stuff, we have, really haven't changed much at the my campus. You know that. Um, to speak of other than like adapting for masks and like, you know, social distancing things. Um, but what has been kind of more interesting has been, uh, three different churches in the last six weeks that I've worked with. Um, you know, the, there's a church in Sutherland, Iowa that did a lot of work with, uh, upgrading uh, their console from like a 16-channel analog desk to uh, an M32, um, so that they could, you know, actually, you know, create a <laughs> add some processing for two destinations, like their live stream. But they actually have a niche um, drive-in group like FM transmitter, like people that, you know, like to come park and like be like physically close enough that they can pick up a radio station, uh, from the, so they, they like, they come hang out in the parking lot, like yes. in their cars and listen to the service <laughs> and like wave yeah. at Sally across the few spots kind of a thing. Yeah. But they don't feel comfortable coming in, in the church. Uh, that is super interesting. And some of these folks are people that like didn't, attend the church you know before covid um so it's not like they're just coming to like see the people that they know sort of thing it's it's definitely kind of a unique um social experiment sort of thing uh but they you know they got hit by lightning like three weeks after we did a bunch of install stuff and they lost a ton of gear like it felt terrible but um in iowa they have like the i can't even i'm gonna butcher how to say it like the duracho like storms that swept yeah. this was, their lightning strike was before that but that kind of like made them like move pretty quick on getting like everything replaced because their insurance company wanted to move on to other, other claims. And so, um, but that was one. I went to a church in uh, Clay Center, Nebraska, this last weekend to kind of help them have some conversations about, like, they're kind of at this point where, like, their senior pastor, like, spent months, like, you know, videotaping himself and then, like, putting together a video to put it online. And then then it was like, no, like, I, I can't do that anymore. I think probably a bunch of churches are in this place right now where they're like, we can't sustain like things that we started doing like, you know, at the beginning of, of March, like when everybody got sent home. Um, right. and, and so he's just like, we have to figure out a way to like, just, just broadcast something. And, and so they literally have a right now, a camcorder and going through OBS and from a technical perspective, like it's working fine. Like, but you know, the audio doesn't st- like sound very good. Like, like nobody really wants right. to tune into that. And so there's a little bit of like that. Well, can't we just do what we were doing? And it's like, well, we can't really do that either. So, right. <laughs> yeah. Good conversations though. Lots of, um, you know, it, that I think is a good, this is a good season to drive. Like, why do we do things like, and, and how can we do things that last and, and bring value and not just more effort and work. So, yeah. So, uh, so Travis, tell us about, uh, what's been going on at uh, the old Christ community. <laughs> Great transition there, Stephen. Thank you so much. Oh man. Um, what hasn't been going on? It, it feels like we have um, made a plan and then changed that plan when it was time to execute the, pl- the plan. So, uh, yeah, we, we jumped on the upgrades bandwagon. 
and uh, we upgraded a lot of our video system. We haven't upgraded everything for us. Uh, we said, let us kind of take this step by step rather than doing a whole lot at a time. So we, we upgraded um, our, our video matrix, our router, and our video switcher, and some other kind of uh, peripheral things from there. Oh, our, our intercom. That's actually one of the things I'm most excited about that we upgraded. That intercom that we have was developed in, you looked it up, Rick, it was like 1988 it was developed. Yeah. Um, I mean, the so old one worked to a certain it extent. It worked. Yeah, so it was, it was analog party line. And so it worked. Just, you know, you always that that under everything. So that was always exciting. Um, and... Yeah, so we, we upgraded the intercom. That was great. We moved to the um, ClearCom Helix, right? Helix? Helix Net. Helix Net. Helix, Helix Net. And uh, we also added an LQ box. Don't forget LQ that. LQ box. Yeah, that's pretty, very pretty cool. Key. That's how we're getting, we're getting into our existing wireless intercoms. The wireless we had upgraded end of last year, early this year. Anyways. Right. Right when COVID started. Right when COVID started. We're already working towards that way, and uh, we just, it was a good time. Yeah. Yep. So we're just waiting on um, ClearCom to get a firmware update out there so that LQ and our HelixNet communicate together the way they're supposed to. So did that. Specifically for Agent IC. Don't forget. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the four wires stuff, that's all jiving. Agent IC is not communicating between the LQ and the HelixNet master station. We upgraded, the, like I said, the video router. We decided to go with the uh, Ross Ultrix, which has been absolutely fantastic. I love it. It's, uh, it's a po- super powerful switcher. I mean, its, um, it's capabilities are... Uh, beyond what I currently understand. Um, but the big thing for us was going with the, the 5RU frame is um, it's just the frame and you, you purchase and, and put in the cards that you need. So previously for us going with the, like the fixed format um, or, or uh, the fixed input and output count um, routers, uh, we were constantly, like every time we put one of those in, we would hit the limits of it pretty quick. Uh, so we decided to go with a 5RU so that way we could put in the 64 inputs and outputs that we need right now, and then later we can expand that. So that's been great. Then we also upgraded the video switcher, like I said, to the Ross uh, Carbonite. Uh, went with a full 2ME uh, switcher. We previously had a uh, it's a one and a half me is what it's called from four A and um, it was fine. The half me thing is kind of weird. You can um, you kind of treat it like a full me if you if you do it right, but not really because it doesn't have its own keys and everything. Um, so now we have two full me's. We have went from we doubled our inputs from twelve to twenty four and like. Uh, tripled our outputs from five to what 16 on it. Um, so yeah, I, I was, I was on a meeting last night with our, um, our elder board and just kind of said for the first time, it's like our, our equipment is not the limiting factor in our, the ideas we want to execute or the dreams we have or anything like that. Um, which is really the goal for us. Um, but yeah, oh, we uh, the we put the QL we got a QL one as well in line for uh, online audio mixing. Is that uh, similar to us with the busing, or are you doing full online mix? Uh, yeah, Burke, why don't you talk about what we're doing with the, with the audio stuff there? We're we're taking a little bit of a different approach yeah. to it. Yeah, so it effectively is acting like a production console. So. Basically, the Travis in video, Travis is in video world right now every week. He gets a stereo left, right from me that I mix down at front of house. 
and then he uh, will take that online. Or if he has online specific stuff like our uh, pre-service, post-service hosts, that type of stuff, he will take that himself as other inputs on the console. So it's a production console. It's not really a separate broadcast mix. Well, that's not too far off from what we're doing. Yeah. We're just not sending we're not sending stems and like mixing on that QL one. But you're doing that in front of house. At front of house is where yeah, yeah. Yep. So I use matrixes at front of house galore and obviously bussing at front of house there. So Yeah, you're just I can adjust for online that way. It's it's essentially the same thing with the bus mixing. It's just I was out of space on our front of house X thirty two, so I moved it to the control room. I am for the first time this weekend bumping against the top limit of our CL5. So that's fun. Just this weekend though. That's not a normal thing for us. Yeah. It's, it's been a lot of fun for us. Um, I've kind of, I, I don't know how or why I really don't know why, but somehow I've, I've become kind of the de facto video production guy for us during this time. Like it's fun. I got to show Berkey, some of the system side of things with the router today that he didn't know yet. Yeah. So, so what was really fun with our install is <laughs> I ended up behind that rack for essentially three days straight, just uh, terminating but, every, every cable and connector that's in the rack. I did all the, uh, uh, most of, I should say the other ones outside of the rack too, but you know, it gives you a good yeah. break to so, stretch my back. But Travis did all Steven. the programming on our system, so yeah. Stephen, for yours, all new control room that you guys that you did, did you guys do all that install and stuff in house, or did you hire that out? Yep, all in house. Okay, we we did it the same way. Um, I don't I don't regret it, but it was a whole it was a crazy week for sure. Oh, it it for sure is, and I mean, I think we're, we're thankful that we have this knowledge like you guys do to be able to, uh, to be able to do that yourselves. Not everybody has that, like not everybody has the skill to sit and terminate 300 mini BNC connections. And so, yeah, which those are kind of the worst thing ever to do anyways, but I actually don't hate them as much as I said I did right after it. Fair. <laughs> so. they're, they're, they're terrible in the moment but when you're done. You're like, oh, these aren't that bad. <laughs> were they the spring-loaded ones or were they twist? They're twist. Yeah. The spring-loaded ones yep. are actually really nice, though. I like the ones that we have. <laughs> I'm not changing them. Don't get any ideas, Travis. <laughs> no. Well, no. You don't need the convenience of them being spring-loaded, so... So, so Stephen, why, why did you guys? Let's talk about this for a minute because I think there's there's probably a lot of churches who are still trying to figure out how to upgrade some of their stuff and how to afford it and all those things. Uh, by the way, you look really bad with a goatee. Um, I wish I, I wish I could pull it off. <laughs> I think I, I think uh, I could do it. Come on, this uh, no, on top of my hand no, there. No. Um, so, wh- why did you guys decide to handle the installation? in-house versus hiring things out. Yeah, this is this is kind of one of those decisions we've made over the years as we've done multi-site. Um, uh, I I think, like, for us, like I, like I alluded to before, we have the skill, we have the time for us to choose to do some more of that either design work or install work or whatever – uh, it's a way for us to save money, but we know we trust that we can, you know, we can get the job done right in the amount of time that we need. There aren't the costs of, um, you know, bringing in installers and those things. But if you don't know what you're doing, you should be factoring that in. You need to account for that because, you know, you guys are doing the same thing. Berkey's terming those connections because he knows how, um, if he didn't know what he was doing, you're going to have one heck of a mess on your hands and more problems down the road. It's going to cost you more than getting it done right the first time. Well, for, for, for a couple hours there, we thought, Oh crap. <laughs> what are we going to be able to do this? We had a really fun 
episode on a Wednesday morning. <laughs> Tuesday Wednesday. morning. No, that was Monday morning. Was that Monday? Okay. Whatever. There's it all every day of that week blurs together. We'll, we'll every month of this year has blurred together. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, since March, right? Yeah. Yeah. July I feel like took the longest. July. So we, we did our our upgrades uh the last week of July. When did you guys do yours or start yours? You're not even done yet. <laughs> uh yeah, we're not we're not done. We started we started mid June and did a majority of the work to get to where we are over three weeks probably. But now we're just in this pause phase. So so when you guys when you guys start putting in the new control room, you did not but based on what you said, I'm, I'm wondering, did you guys like pull out what you had at your front of house location and start moving things over to the control room? Or did you start putting in the control room, leave that front of house stuff in play? We, I'm, I'm wondering we how, tr- how did you do it over the course of three or four weeks? Yeah. We, so we tried to do as much as we could in the control room before we moved stuff. So we knew we had a new switcher, uh, we had some new equipment for the room, but we knew we needed to move the graphics computers and we needed to move the actual switcher surface or whatever. Um, so uh, like the first week of install was a lot of cable pull, uh, install TVs, installed like, I guess, I guess there was construction prior to those three weeks. So I didn't, I didn't factor that into that timeline, but yeah, just install of gear was about three weeks. And so that first week was... We left everybody there. Second week, we were half online in that room. We just did the online side of things from in there. And then the third week, we moved the rest of the team in. So it was definitely phased a bit over weeks as we were waiting for gear to still come in. We were, you know, we knew we could only do so much in one week. And we kind of have this cutoff of Wednesday, early Thursday, the latest really, where we're not going to, we're not going to continue to pull cable at that point. You know, we're going to, it's literally, it's go point, go time at that point, unless we have to, because, you know, if you pull cable and then all of a sudden you break something, then you're out more problems because you can't get something in, especially in this season. Um, so for us, that Wednesday mark is usually like, whatever we get done Wednesday night, we're done. And then Thursday is let's get a working day. If not sooner, if we can, but obviously in this in an install season, you're going to push that back as far as you can. Yeah. <sighs> Cue wow. the yawns. Yeah. <laughs> so Travis for, just for remembers. Us, <laughs> I'm I'm hearkening back to the the week for for us. It was like like we we have to do it all in this one, like we, we had four days really to get it done. Um, Sunday at 1 PM through Thursday at 6 PM. When we start rehearsal was, was the time frame that we had. Um, and that was just, uh, it was pretty nuts. I mean, we, we went home on Sunday at like 10 o'clock and that was the earliest night we had, I think that whole week. <laughs> um, because we, like I said, for us, replacing the whole video router, uh, I mean, that that's, you know, everything goes in and out of that. And so as soon as you pull out what's existing, okay, you got to get in the new thing or your, your host for the weekend a little bit. And um, one thing to remember, too, for us is the, the big change there is it's not a normal BNC on the the ultra carbonite ultra or the ultrix it's the mini bnc so there's already all those cables you have to re-terminate so the ones that are going between all the patch panels between the switcher and the router all that stuff so but that worked for you guys travis because you planned ahead you had all the supplies in place and you knew what the plan was yes i know you made last minute overnight orders but what it, for the most it, part, it you were ready to you you had a plan, and that was your, that was you were ready to do that. 
Yeah, it, it, it worked because we had the plan. It definitely didn't work because we had everything we needed in hand before we started. Uh, we, we, we worked with our, our integrator uh, that we've partnered with on our last uh, three major projects. And uh, they, they worked with us. It was, it was a unique thing for them as well as us where we hired, we paid them to do the design and engineering side of things. And we, and, and the, the equipment, we purchased the equipment through them, but we handled all of the installation. So they, they put together all of the schematics of everything, turned that over to us, uh, people who don't, you know, work in their schema- work on their schematics regular regularly, and uh, so it, it worked for that reason, but that reason only, and because we just knew, hey, we got to stay as late as it takes tonight for us to get as far as we can uh, to get this thing done for the weekend. Um, I mean, honestly, it's, it's like it's like a miracle that we weren't there that Friday working on that stuff still. Um, but again, it's because we were, you know, Sunday, we, that Sunday that we started, we left at 10 o'clock and then it was, you know, we were seeing the AM hours before we left the rest of the week. Um, you know, which, I mean, yeah, it was, it was, uh, it, it was good in the sense that we know that system better than we've known any other video system that we've put in. You know, we, we know the ins and outs of it so much. Um, for me to, for Berkey to sit down and be behind inside the rack doing all those terminations is, is beneficial for that reason. Uh, for me being the one to sit down and handle all the programming on the, uh, you know, the, the programming on the, on the, the internal side of things, uh, was great because I, I learned a lot of what I did wrong in on that and, fi- and I've been able to fix a lot of it rather than somebody doing all of it and turning it over to me and saying, here's how it works. Uh, so, you know, there's, there's definitely benefits to it, but um, uh, to say it wasn't a stressful, chaotic week, uh, you know, I, I'd be leaving out some, some details of reality of it. Um, and, you know, but I, I would do it again. I think, you know, I, I would make this, I would, I, I wouldn't change the decision that I made for it just because of how well we know the system now. Um, and again, like you, you like you said, Stephen, we, we're 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 fortunate to have a guy like Berkey, who has the skill set to handle all of that. You know, to do that I mean, was at least like two hundred and seventy eight terminations altogether. Um, so yeah, so we, we we could do that. So I'm I'm glad that we did. And like I said, I wouldn't change the decision, even though it was a pretty nuts week. Yeah, I, would I don't say know how two, you feel, Berkey. Uh, I mean, for me, like, I loved it. <laughs> I loved absolutely every bit of it. So, yeah. It was it was, it was was fun. It was good to put in that type of work, too. You know, it's different than what we do every week. Um, one thing I was going to add to you, the difference between our project and Steven's is we weren't building out a whole new room. And so we weren't pulling tons and tons of cable, which is a huge benefit. We did a, I hit a thousand feet of, maybe it was just a little more of a thousand feet, but (laughs) of um, 12 G cable that we were putting in. So every cable we replaced, we're putting in is 12 G cable now so that we can be 4k compatible. And the only places we pulled were inside that booth. So the rack itself and then over to the graphic station and did we pull any down to the video director's desk? Oh yeah, a couple couple for the the new video monitors we put in. So it was all local for us. So our rack room is like right next door to where video control is, which is beneficial in this case. So that's a big difference for us, is it was a small any cable poles were small. So that yeah, saved like tons. The longest of time. ones we had were fifty six feet. So, yep. yep. So yeah, yeah. I definitely would not suggest it if you do not have people who have uh, like like for us. It, it worked because Berkey has um, experience doing this stuff with you know our our three G cabling we've done before. So to go from the twelve G to the three G was just well, it was it was figure out the strippers for it, the right 
twisting and turning on those things. Um, we, we, we had a moment where we went, Oh my gosh, are we going to be able to do this thing or not? Um, so like, luckily you figured it out, but, um, yeah, I, I do, I do wish we would have had more time, um, with the, uh, the install materials, the infrastructure stuff in hand so that we would have been able to figure out, okay, like literally like our, our biggest issue was stripping the cable. Um, and so I, I do wish we would have had more time to say like, you know, okay, let's, let's have, you know, be able to practice these terminations before we try to do them for real. Uh, we didn't, we didn't have that luxury just because the cabling that we, the cabling that we ordered, uh, arrived. We actually had to have it shipped to Berkey's house the Saturday before we started because on, you know, that Thursday before we were still having to make changes to, uh, the design plans to, for it to work for us. Um, but, you know, again, I, I wouldn't change the decision. We learned a whole heck of a lot, for sure. Um, I mean, this is the the uh, the second time that I've handled in my career a, a video upgrade install like this all on my own, essentially. Like, like doing the install of it on my own uh, without bringing in, bringing in an integrator. And both times, like, I've learned more than, you know about the system side of stuff than when I brought in an integrator. So, and yeah, for us, it, it saved the church a whole lot, heck of a lot of money. Um, so that, that was a big part of the decision too. So, did you know that on strippers, like they have like, not like, you know, your, your standard electrical strippers, but like the, um, like the BNCs that we used, they have the little rollers on them and then the, the cutters, you know, down the line, you can flip, you can reverse those rollers, pull them out and flip them around. We didn't know that. That's what we learned. That was the key. And it seems so dumb now, to be honest with you, I feel really dumb for it. (laughs) We, we fidgeted. Seriously, we, the strippers that we got, the, the, like the, the tool that we needed, the strippers that we needed for this project, we fidgeted with those things for like, I mean, an hour and a half trying to get them set right. And all it was was flip this one piece around and it, it's done. It fits perfect. Oh, should we talk about that, Berkey? I think so. Oh. I think, I mean, I, th- I think it's just like a big congratulations for him. Honestly. So this, yeah. So we, we recently made the switch uh, as part of our upgrades. Actually, this is another thing that we, we did upgrade. Finally. <laughs> Video encoders. Berkey yeah, 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 now yeah, yeah, your yeah. boss. <laughs> Berkey, Berkey won. Berkey won. I'll admit it. So we switched well, to... Uh, Steven really did. I will just say the props goes to Steven because he pushed us on it. Well, I don't know that I would have made the change without you, though. So if it were up to me, we'd still be doing the same thing. I mean, I am the one that said, hey, let's just get a quote and see where the numbers land. Then I said, you know what? Yeah, this is better. Let's do it. Um, so we. So uh, quick lesson. If you're questioning something that you should or shouldn't do, it doesn't cost you anything in 99% of cases to just get a quote from a company. So just get a quote. That's true. So we, we decided uh, to talk to the, the team at Living as One. Uh, we'll say now formerly Living as One. And said, okay, I th- like we, we sat through a couple of their, uh, their webinar stuff and said, okay, we think this is the right product for us. Shut up, Steven, with your stupid fat face. You're right. I don't care. Okay. I, I never argue that living as one is great. Anyways, that's another, that's another issue. Um, I just, I'm just going to lay down my pride right now. And so, um, yeah, so we, we switched to living as one. Uh, not fully yet, but we're, we're on our way. How are you not now, fully switched? Uh, okay, so we have uh, two separate online streams that we are doing. We have our, what we call, for, for lack of a better term for us, our main stream, which is like, you know, what you typically see from churches. 
with, you know, it's just what you're doing in the room on, on your stage and, and, you know, maybe different cuts of videos like that. Then we have our ASL American Sign Language stream. This is a picture in picture of um, that same online broadcast, really, and then a, uh, an a- American Sign Language interpreter. So the ASL stream is running through our new Living as One Encoders. The mainstream is not currently, but is going to be switching in the next within the next three weeks. Um, so that's how we have one online and not the other. Did you guys go with Ray encoders? No, or did you we get did the the, uh, the the Prism encoders. We did the Prism. I forget which what model was the one. Because they have the two different models. We went with the single. It's the single, single channel that is 4K yeah. compatible. Yeah. So all of 4, 4K has been a big thing for our leadership team. Just what we upgrade, making sure it's 4K compatible. So that was a big reason that we looked at that instead of the two-channel version. Yep. So we are we are soon to be making the switch to Resi. It is Resi, right? That's the correct Resi. pronunciation. So living as one is now Resi. Uh, I, I really enjoyed their little promo video they put together of their switch it was so uh, bad like the acting was so bad <laughs> it was so great though so great oh, yeah it, hey what do you think about our name i mean i always thought it sounded like you know a bad children's ministry or something or <laughs> so you know it was great i really liked it um but yeah living as one I, definitely expanding um their I, I think it's great for them, you know. I mean, it's cool that you know their their basis is still definitely the church. You know, they're they're super clear about that. Um, but yeah, the name change, not being not being afraid to change the name, that's a big deal, and making it something that works for their entire client base rather than just multi site churches. It's pretty cool. Stephen, do you have any thoughts? <laughs> No, I don't. I think it's good. I, I, I'm, I'm proud of those guys. Um, uh, Paul and Colin and the team have worked hard. There was, I, uh, officially, so we have one of their original encoders and you guys are having a hard time watching me. Berkey is like trying to laugh at Steven right now. So for those listening at home, we've been playing with filters on zoom and we're having a lot of fun, but, and Snapchat anyways. Um, so we have one of the original encoders unbranded it's for you. It's massive. And, uh, so today I went and threw a resi sticker on it and finally have a, a branded encoder encoder for resi and actually started a, a thread and found somebody who has encoder number one. They have, uh, they have the number one, they have the very first, uh, serial encoder. That was kind of cool, but no, I'm proud of those guys. It's a good change. They, uh, you know, for them to be able to expand their business and become a technology company and not just a church company, this is definitely a good move. And it's a great marketing move. I mean, what better way to tell somebody about your product than ask, than have to answer the question, what does Resi mean? Yeah. Yeah. I think that was that the whole resilient um, protocol stuff is, is a big part of what drew us to them, you know? So yeah. I was, uh, I was talking to a church the other day about they currently are on living as one and they have like their internet is just so bad that even living as one is struggling. And like, literally they just cannot stream because if Lizzie as one can't handle it, there's nothing that's going to handle it. Lizzie as one. Is that what you Did said? I say Lizzie as one. <laughs> I, I had kind of an interesting situation like that where, uh, you know, it was a streaming, a church that was trying to do streaming for the very first time. And they called me up and I was like, well, what, what's your internet? Like, they're like, well, we know it's not good. And I was like, it's something like 2.8 eight yeah. megs up. Yeah. They're like, we've been looking into, you know, an upgrade. And, and I was like, all right, well, like, 
they've been doing it with a phone for a while. Like, you know, it, it was it was a pretty small church, and I was like, I'm sure we can get something going, but you may, like, that may be a limiting factor. I was pretty clear with them, like, up front. Like, their quality is yeah. probably going to be capped by their internet speed if it's not very, not good because they were in a rural area. Um, what's kind of interesting to me is the two churches that I've worked with in rural areas have incredible fiber optic uh, options available. And like, how can we not get that in <laughs> Omaha? And yeah, well, that's exactly. where all your data centers are going. Your data like, centers are going out in the middle of nowhere. Like one of the, um, one of the churches had like a hundred meg upload um, from, from their church with their fiber and I was like yeah you're not going to have any problems like I actually, uh, anything <laughs> so, you want speaking but, of fiber in Omaha though <laughs> I actually got a phone call and I have somebody coming by next week to uh, they ran fiber basically to our the street corner nice and uh, I said if you can buy us out of our current contract I'd gladly talk to you mm-hmm. nice so this other church uh, was still on a local rural DSL uh, connection I was like ah, that's probably not great we got there and um, the lowest setting on the Atom Mini uh, Pro uh, still was not good enough. I, I made a, I cut, did the whole uh, custom XML um, settings for the Mini Pro, and I like, I I'm trying to think. I tried to do like a, a 500k upload, um, and it couldn't do it. <laughs> um, but so so what I ended up doing in that particular situation was uh, flipping them over to um, using OBS um, and OBS for whatever reason could could get it more stable I I don't know um, the ins and outs of, of the differences in there I'm sure it's just uh, a, a standard um, oh it's getting late uh, whatever that words are is. hard <laughs> <laughs> RTSP maybe? Uh R RMTP? I can't remember. RTMP? Yeah, RTMP. There you yep. go. Let us know if you if there's anything beneficial for us that you would like to hear from us. Like we have something especially important to talk about. We just like to talk. So that's the truth of it. So uh I think I think we're done. Hit us up on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter. Uh we're all there. Um just find Practical Church Tech on there. That's us. And uh, maybe next time we can uh, move on from COVID. <laughs> Wouldn't that be nice? Oh, man. I, I think that's going to be a long time coming. But that's just my opinion. Um, that's it. Blessings to all of you guys. People. You guys. Not all guys. Look at me. Listen to me. Don't look at me. You can't see me. Listen to me. Blessed to all you people. Thanks for joining us. Uh, yeah. Catch you next time. That's 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 fantastic. <laughs>